Welcome to the eGovernance Academy podcast to discover the future of governance. eGovernance Academy has assisted digital transformation globally in more than 130 countries. Our experts will share their insights and worldwide examples on how digital technology could benefit every society. Tune in for the Digital Government Podcast every Wednesday. Welcome to another issue of the Digital Government Podcast. And today we will address some of the digitalization projects that are happening in uh, the big continent of Africa, which is not new to uh, transformation and digital transformation. But in the past five years, there, there has been quite a momentum, let's say, especially in some countries. The country's focus for today is Benin. And with me, there is Marit Lani, project manager for the data exchange and citizen portals in Benin, for the side, let's say, from the side of eGovernance Academy, and Serge Ajovi, Director General of National Information Systems and Services Agency, which is the main local partner of eGovernance Academy there. Welcome, Marit, and welcome, Serge. Hi. Perfect. So, Marit, let's start from you. Uh, project manager from the side of eGovernance Academy, as we said, what is happening in Benin? So what we're doing in Benin, we have uh, two projects running at the moment. One is on the interoperability framework and the interoperability solution, or the Beninese X-Road. And the other one is on the Beninese citizen portal. And we also have a framework agreement with Benin on uh, helping them to um, develop their general e-governance issues. So when the did this whole cooperation, let's say, started because there are um, there is an Estonian involvement. There was there also at the political level. There has been a Beninese involvement, also at the political level in the first place. So when did it all start, and uh, when Estonia um, contributed basically to the journey of digital transformation of Benin, which is happening there in any case. Yeah, helping the developments in Africa is also really one of our priorities of, of the government and also our um, development uh, aid policy as well. And this really started at the political level when we had the uh, visits of heads of state to uh, Benin and to Estonia. And um, this was really sparked the interest of the Beninese president. And uh, this was um, really the political... Um, agenda to, uh, as as far as I've understood, to start these projects and start this cooperation and take Estonia as one of the examples of how to develop their um, state. So, Serge, I would move to you for a second and I would ask you a question on the premises of this journey. What do I mean is that, uh, has there been at some point a certain awareness, let's say, in Benin, that this digital way, let's call it this way, in government was meant to be somehow a necessity? And at the same time, what were the needs that you identified there in a specific context? Thank you. Um, in fact, uh, everything started with the, uh, uh, the coming into power of uh, President uh, Patrice Talon and the design of the uh, government program for, for, for five years. Uh, so, uh, obviously, it was very clear that uh, if you wanted to, uh, to do the reforms and to do the development projects, it was imperative that we move up in the maturity of digitalization in our country. So what has happened is that in the uh, in, in the government program, 
uh, digitalization has been put in the middle of uh, everything as a transversal type of uh, uh, necessity uh, or prerequisite for the project, for the development project. So very strong political drive, very high level political drive. I mean, I was with the, um, the, the, the president when he came to the first time in the end of uh, 2016 in, in Estonia. And, and this is uh, how it all started with, the, uh, with these two projects, uh, Marita uh, has mentioned. The needs were there, but the needs can be there for a very long time without being addressed if the political will to address them is not there. And this is, in fact, the combination of, of, uh, of these two things. And the way we, we, we did uh, to identify the needs and to prioritize them was to have uh, under uh, the president uh, uh, drive, I would say, or leadership, is to have uh, an international conference to design the strategy for Benin. So that conference, which lasted two to three days, uh, just put the uh, major pillars and, and direction of what should be done. And based on that, we uh, drafted that uh, strategy for government uh, in terms of digitalization, and uh, we set the needs. And the needs were very simple, in fact. So can we, can we elaborate more on this indeed? Like what were the pain points that were identified, let's say, in these, in these sessions and then that were integrated in the, in the governmental strategy? Yeah, the pain point was, you know, uh, why do we still have people queuing to pay the bills? Why do we have still people, you know, queuing and spending money to get some administrative documents just to take them from one um, I would say government office to give it to another government office. Uh, what can we do simpler? What can we do at a cheaper cost for the citizen? Uh, and, and, and the last, uh, I would say, uh, driver I need to mention is transparency. How can we have better transparency on how the money is spent? Uh, how uh, what is happening with the project visibility on uh, everything which is happening in the country. So based on just these very simple drivers, then you can build uh, a digital strategy because a lot of things will come from you know that uh, uh, implementation of digitalization in the country. Okay, Marit, let's talk about the two projects specifically. So. One, as we said, is basically the implementation of a data exchange framework. Is it a bit on the, you said, like a Beninese X-Road, let's say. How similar are the two solutions? And uh, in the case of Benin, what is data exchange supposed to further enable? Yes, so in the case of Benin, we um, we were, are actually working with together with our technology partner, Cybernetica. So they are uh, implementing their UXP uh, data exchange framework uh, there. What we have done is uh, from the e-governance academy side is that we are doing the general interoperability framework or assisting uh, Beninese officials in developing this, developing this overall overarching framework for interoperability. And what has been interesting in the case of Benin is that they really started uh, at the right place that they first set out the framework for the cooperation and uh, the framework for their general interoperability. And only then, after this X-Road um, type of solution was in place, 
then they uh, started developing their e-services and their uh, portal. Um, I think uh, the framework itself for interoperability is not that different. I mean, the principles are really quite the same as we have in Estonia. So uh, also the interoperability framework itself follows the Estonian and also the EU model. Uh, it has just been sometimes adapted to the uh, Beninese context. So, and this adaptation required, like, mm, what did it entail specifically, let's say? Well, obviously, we have to take into account the local legal framework, how things work over there. What we can do is we can give some input uh, uh, as to what kind of legal acts are necessary in the country. But uh, Benin has also their own legal kind of council or committee that is then reviewing our proposals. And then they have really drafted, um, kind of had their own face to all these documents and, and their, 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 their own essence. And on top of that, on top of the data exchange layer, then there is also the citizen portal, which is the gateway to, uh, as in the Estonian case, basically, the gateway to the services that are offered by the public administration there. So uh, how many services and uh, in what areas, let's say, uh, are available at the current at the current moment in Benin through the citizen portal? What we actually started with is we started mapping out all the different services and information systems and information assets that uh, exist in the country. So the service portal actually also provides information about the different services that can be provided by the and that are already provided in a type of kind of manual way in the authorities. But at the moment, uh, there's already a dozen um, interactive services as well where people can apply online for. Um, let's say some um, uh, environmental permit or um, or, or a, a certificate uh, from the uh, uh, criminal registry, um, then uh, they can also obtain this uh, certificate online. So these are kind of this two-way interaction is also available for a dozen of services, and we hope to reach fifty services, uh, like fully online services, very soon. Okay, Serge, uh, I'll get back mm. to you. Uh, because throughout this conversation so far, there has been, we've mentioned quite a lot, the the role and the topic also of political will, which is something that in many, many conversations and many uh, sessions, let's say, on e-governance and uh, uh, digital transformation is always is always mentioned, like it always finds a place, let's say. The, there needs to be political will, there needs to be political will. And there, and it's almost always the thing, I don't know, at which some people like roll their eyes because they think, eh, I mean, of course there needs to be political will. But so how did it go in Benin? In the sense there was a, there was a, it seems that there was like a top-down type of development or was it more, uh, I don't know, do you, and do you intend to keep going on this strategy or do you also see something that will happen more bottom-up, let's say? In terms of the, in terms of the identification of the needs and also the response that is given through the digital services. Okay, I, I think so far, yes, it has been a top-down approach. Uh, for it to switch to a, a bottom-up uh, approach, it means it means that uh, there should be some demands from uh, from users. Uh, on uh, uh, some services, on the way they want to interact with government, but also with the uh, uh, corporations in the country. So, uh, and and I'm not sure that this is going to happen soon. Uh, I, th I think we need we need to increase our level of maturity first, where people, uh, if I can say it that way, are hooked 
to uh, digital services. And then they know that they want uh, digital services in every single aspect of their lives and, and, and they want a good quality uh, e-service. So, uh, but, but this is, this is going to come, but uh, we are not there yet. So I believe that it's still going to be uh, a top-down approach uh, for, for a while. And the other thing is that it needs, uh, it needs money to do that. It needs money and uh, uh, government is uh, prepared to invest uh, today in uh, digitalization of the public administration, but also doing so uh, also uh, in, the, in the private sector and push the private sector to do their own digitalization. Okay, so basically you mean that uh, by providing a first supply, let's say a first batch of online services, then citizens can, citizens can also understand better what they have to gain from that, let's say, and then at that point probably more demands will, uh, will just stem from this uh, first increased awareness. Marit? Yeah, just... Um I just wanted to add that uh, it's very much also about the people who work with implementing the X-Road and the Citizen Portal. And we have been really impressed by the staff from uh, from our partner organizations in uh, Benin who are really very motivated. And, and it's really also a lot about them going around in the different ministries and explaining uh, how data exchange works and what the benefits are. And, uh, and they can also really do a lot to um, have this uptake higher and, and better. Let, let's move on with this topic. And uh, I would like to involve both of you first, Marit and then Serge. Uh, so how, is, how has the cooperation been so far? Because we, we mentioned the Governance Academy as one of the uh, main actors in the consortium, indeed, um, helping Benin with the digital transformation. And Serge, you are the Director General of the main local partner for the project. So first with Marit, then with Serge. Marit. Yeah, this has been a very interesting experience and uh, the Beninese people are really uh, kind and welcoming and it's good to cooperate with them. We have had very um, determined people and very motivated people and uh, we've uh, met several times with the uh, IT minister there as well who is um, also a very kind of ambitious uh, political lead and um, the cooperation has uh, really been uh, quite smooth, especially now that uh, we have uh, more people on board who are uh, really good experts and, uh, and the team is getting better all the time we see in Benin. Serge. Yeah, I think uh, I'm, I'm very proud of this uh, partnership uh, uh, because, uh, you know, it's two different culture, two different language, and uh, uh, we were very... Uh, uh, keen to adopt some technology coming from outside. We don't want to reinvent the wheel, but at the same time, we wanted to make it ours. You know, we wanted to make sure that it uh, fits our, our needs. Uh, it gets uh, localized, if I can say that. And, and, and it has happened. And we are not just talking about something we want to do. We are talking about something that we have done. With uh, with EGA with the uh, with our uh, Estonian partnership, so uh, very proud of that, and uh, I really hope that we we have we are identifying other aspects of our cooperation, and I hope it will come through. Serge, one last question for you, and then we will wrap it up with Marit. Uh, 
my question to you is that, as I said in the introduction, like digitalization is not a new topic in Africa or in African countries, in a sense. At the level of the African Union, there have been some talks already and some focus, let's say, on uh, uh, digital transformation and strategies. At the same time, Benin is the, not the only country in Africa that is um, that is leading and conducting and realizing, let's say, some projects of digital transformation. So what... Mm, what I'm thinking is that is there maybe some sort of an emerging African model, let's say, or even just a cluster of countries, if not a new way, at least a cluster of countries, uh, pushing digitalization in the continent as a whole and uh, and what returns can this possibly have, let's say, so beyond even the borders of Benin? Sorry, is the question for me? Yes. Ah, so, sorry. <laughs> um, I, I'm not sure that there is uh, uh, an African way of digitalization. What, what I notice is that uh, what is very key is uh, technology. Uh, we don't want just to buy technology for the sake of it. We want to buy technology that uh, match our needs, our specific needs. Uh, so we will go, for example, uh, our own routes which is typically uh, going for uh, a very strong identification of our people, which is key for, for development, uh, payment processes. Uh, uh, banks will always be only for part of the population, so mobile money is becoming very key. So we want to integrate that. So th there are some directions that we have to follow to make uh, our own journey through uh, digitalization. So yes, from that point of view, uh, we are building our, our, own, um, our own path through digitalization. But technology, will buy it, we'll adapt it. So the direction, let's say, if we were to mention maybe two main areas of focus, seems to be population management and uh, some aspects that are more related to business life, let's say, or ease of doing business yep. in, the, in the country. Absolutely. Okay, perfect. Marit, let's wrap it up with the lessons learned. Best of the classics. <laughs> lessons learned from this experience in Benin. I think the main lesson is really that you uh, need to think about the framework of cooperation and like the setup of uh, of the cooperation. Uh, what is really that you want to achieve first and, and then what will follow so that you make sure that whatever the whatever the, th the framework is that you build up, it will really support all the different uh, bits and pieces that come afterwards. There's, uh, of course, a lot to, of things to be done as well. We are still working on really um, finding ways to assist the uh, maturity of the system and how to, how to get better um, quality for the databases and how to re-engineer the services. And there's still a lot of work to be done and... Uh, and I think there w I, I hope that there will be a lot of more lessons learned in the future as well as we continue our cooperation. Perfect. Serge, thanks a lot for participating, even uh, even remotely. You're most welcome. Thank you very much. And Marit, thanks a lot to you Thank just you. sitting in front of me. And uh, we wrap it up here for today and uh, tune in for the next issue of the Digital Government Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by eGovernance Academy. Tune in on next Wednesday.